Welcome to the dark stream, Voxday, voxday.blogspot.com, and of course, Castellia House Publishing. So I warned you about Jordan Peterson. A lot of people were unhappy when I first came out and pointed out that Jordan Peterson is not a good guy. Jordan Peterson is not on our side that Jordan Peterson is not an enemy of the SJWs and that he is not someone who is good for the right. <laughs> now, the thing is, is that either you stand for what is right or what you don't. And when Jordan Peterson came out today, against Judge Kavanaugh's confirmation, implicitly, and explicitly came out and said that if Kavanaugh is confirmed, which he will be, by the way, um, in case you haven't heard, two of the four maybe votes in the Senate have come out openly and confirmed that they are going to support Kavanaugh's confirmation. Um, and more significantly, one of them is actually the West Virginia Democrat. So, uh, you know, for years, Jordan Peterson has said he's terrified of making the mistake that is going to ruin his career. Now, I don't know if this is actually sufficient to sink his career or not, but it should be. Because this makes very clear that Jordan Peterson is in league with the SJWs. Jordan Peterson is, in American terms, a Democrat. And so, you know, there's, there's absolutely no question that the intellectual dark web, you know, the Ben Shapiro's, the Eric Weinstein's, the recycle, recycled new atheist known as Sam Harris, and Jordan Peterson himself are all on the side of the left. This is not... A surprise. I mean, I've been telling you guys this, you know, for ages, it seems. You know, I knew that he was not a good guy, that he was not on our side, that he was part of the problem rather than part of the solution from the time I read his book. You know, and there's so many people who say such incredibly dumb things about Peterson because they happen to like one thing that he said. Or they happen to like two things that he said. Here's the thing. You can always find something that somebody says that you agree with. That doesn't mean that their objectives are in line with yours. 
you know, and so, and, and the more that you look into these people, the more that you read what they've written, the more you confirm that that's the case. The intellectual dark web is the control, not control, it's the approved opposition. It, they are the people that the New York Times are willing to have be the official opposition in, in Harlem Globetrotter terms. They are the Washington generals who are supposed to come out there and take a fall. A couple of you are asking what Jordan Peterson has said now. Uh, he recently tweeted that if Kavanaugh is confirmed, he should resign. Now, that's not a joke. You know, I mean, what's, what's amazing to me is how these people um, try to make excuses for him and try to claim, well, that's not really what he meant. You know, there's no question that Peterson is opposed to Kavanaugh. There's no question that Peterson doesn't want Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court because he supports all the leftist stuff that the Supreme Court has been doing in the past 40 years. And so you need to understand that you were misled. You need to understand that people like Ben Shapiro, people like Jordan Peterson, they are worm tongues. They are Fabian worm tongues. If you don't understand the reference, it's a reference to Fabian socialism, which is itself derived from Fabian the Delayer, Fabius Maximus, the general, the Roman general, who managed to defeat Hannibal by refusing to meet him in battle. He just wore him down over time. And so... You know, when you look at uh, all the right-wingers who have devoted all that time and effort and money to this guy, do you understand that you are funding the opposition? You are helping the enemy when you support these frauds and charlatans. And what I don't understand, what I find very difficult to understand, is why so many right-wingers are so happy and proud to be supporting these people who want them to be destroyed, who want to ruin their way of life, who want to destroy their nation. And you're proud because you're, you support them. That's wrong. You know, that's insane. You know, I, I, and the thing is, I'm not sitting here going, gee, you know, why doesn't all that support that went to Jordan Peterson come to me? I'm not thinking that. I know perfectly well that the stuff that I write is not going to appeal to the people that Jordan Peterson appeals to. But, you know, that 
that right-wing desire for validation from the enemy is a major, major weakness. Stop looking for approval from people that want to destroy you. You know, it, it's a it's a bizarre sort of political masochism, and it's very self-destructive. You know, you need to. I mean, you know, I find it really frustrating, too, when people like are so angry, angry about, you know, what Disney did this time. You know, I went and I saw the new Disney movie, and it was terrible, and they did terrible things. Why are you going to? Why are you funding Disney? Disney hates you. Disney hates your children, and Disney wants to poison your children's minds against you and against what you're teaching them. Do whites even have the right to exist if we are so weak and easily misled? Of course. You know. But you don't deserve any sympathy when you lose your nations and you find yourself ruled over by women and children. You know. You abandon your God. First you abandon your God. Then you abandon the truth. Then you abandon your nation. Then you abandon your people. And you're surprised that things aren't going so well for you. I mean, this isn't that difficult. But somebody says, he had that one stand against compelled speech, and that carried him far. What's the big fucking deal about that? I mean, all Jordan Peterson said is nothing that Milo or Mike Cernovich or Stefan Molyneux or me or, you know, dozens of other people said. But somehow Jordan Peterson stands up to a crazy SJW and suddenly, oh, he's so brilliant. He's so brilliant. He's not brilliant. Read his books. He's a fucking lunatic. You know? He dreams about devouring his beautiful cousin and having his grandmother rub her genitals on his face. Now, how many of you how many of you know that? I mean, if I came out and wrote that, you would think that I was a complete lunatic. And you wouldn't pay any attention to anything I said. So why would you listen to anything that Peterson says when you know that about him? You know, and if you didn't know it about him, then you need to, then, then you need to understand that. You know, 
read what people here's what I guess here's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. A number of people have said, well, you know, how did you know so quickly? How did you know? Why why were you able to um, identify Peterson the way that he is? It's very simple. I pay attention to intellectual integrity. You know, when I see somebody who I know is intelligent enough to know better, doing and saying things that are clearly false, then I know they're shady. And I know I just have to look into what they've written, and I'm going to find something that shows who they really are. It is very difficult to write a whole book without giving yourself away in some regard. And so, you know, when I, as soon as I read uh, 12 rules, I realized that this guy was totally incoherent. You know, he was illogical, incoherent, irrational, you know, and so it was very clear to me that nobody understood what the hell he was talking about because he didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Let's see here. Some of us are lower IQ than you. Well, actually, technically nearly all of you are, but that's okay. Um, it takes longer to figure things out. Thanks for showing us the truth. I understand that, and I appreciate it. You know, when people are appreciative for for that. But when are you going to learn? How many times do you have to see the same thing play out over and over and over again before you go? You know what? Um, maybe I can't see it yet, but maybe I shouldn't argue. Maybe I should try to understand what this person is talking about. I mean, what really astonished me about, about Peterson was that something like 80% of the people that actively follow my blog we're just like, oh, you know, Bob Ox has gone off the reservation now. He's he's got crazy. I mean, Jordan Peterson's a wonderful man, doing great things for so many young men. You know, I mean, these are people who had been reading my blog for what? You know, some of them for 15 years. You, you've followed me for 15 years, as much as 15 years. You've seen me call things like the Trump presidency from the time of the South Carolina primary. You've seen me call things like the 2008 financial crisis, you know, 2002 gold bottom. Um, I'm not saying I'm right about everything, but if I tell you somebody is a liar, 
He's a liar. I know. I've already busted him. You may not understand the significance of the evidence, but there will be more. You know, there will be more. There's always more. That's the, the thing you have to understand is that the evidence, a, a single piece of evidence, is like an ant. If you see one ant in the kitchen, what do you know? There's going to be more. When you see one piece of evidence that somebody has a flawed uh, character, a lack of intellectual integrity, or a, or they're just crazy, there will be more. In fairness, though, Peterson seems to be genuinely insane rather than a fraud. I'm of the opinion that it is easier to understand fraudulence than insanity. I could be wrong. I don't think so, actually. Um, insanity is very obvious when you read it. Because they just don't make the proper connections. They don't make... You know, the, the connections that they make are, are just not there. They're non-existent. That's when you realize, okay, this person's nuts. You know, I realized that he was nuts when I read Maps of Meaning. It was very clear. You know, with rules of, with rules of life, um, or, you know, or the 12 rules, I was, I just found that more puzzling and, you know, stupid. Like, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I have to admit with the whole thing about the, like, take your meds because of Adam and Eve. I mean, that, uh, to be honest, I thought he was just bullshitting, you know, throwing everything and the kitchen sink in to try to impress people. I mean, that's a technique people use, but I didn't realize how nuts he was. Until I, until I read Maps of Meaning, and I also read the way that he tries to prove things. And I realized that he was, number one, crazy, and number two, dishonest. Isn't it a fair expectation that everybody is going to say something dumb or do something wrong every once in a while? Yes. You know? I did something dumb tonight on the soccer field. I'm still irritated at myself. You know, I say and do things that are suboptimal on a regular basis. But these are not the same thing as blatantly lying about stuff. You know, if somebody's under tremendous duress, you know, if somebody is being forced to choose between uh, a person they care about and holding to a specific opinion publicly, you know, th those don't mean anything. What does it mean? It means that the person values his relationship with the, this other person more than he values telling a bunch of strangers the truth. 
know, fine. Well, that's fundamentally different than uh, you know, just this constant dissembling. You know, for me, you know, I knew, I knew instantly that he was full of it when I corrected him and someone else corrected him on the whole uh, Ashkenazi Jewish IQ statement that he made. And instead of just admitting that he was wrong or something, he, you know, dissembled and tried to come out some, you know, some way. I mean, that, that's actually a pretty good giveaway about someone being fundamentally untrustworthy. If when somebody factually corrects them, they immediately start trying to attack the person who simply presented the facts accurately. That's somebody who doesn't love the truth. Or that's somebody who is trying to hide the fact that they're being dishonest. Vox, can you define a right right? Yes. The right traditionally is God, king, and nation. God, king, country is the way they usually phrase that. So the... What the right is really about is Christianity and nationalism. You know, it's kind of hard to, to stand for a king when you don't have one. You know, the American philosophy is no king but Jesus. But the right boils down to the preservation of Western civilization. That means law, that means tradition, that means Christianity, and that means the nations, the European nations. In a global context, all the nations, and nations are born in blood. Nations are not states. It's very ironic that people try to say, oh, well, uh, you know, you're a, you're a, a collectivist because you believe in the nation and yet they're relying on the state to dictate the identity you know, they're literally statists trying to claim that non-statists are collectivists it's absurd um, would you debate him? of course I would debate Peterson you know, <laughs> I'd pay to see you debate Peterson and get in the ring with Shapiro. I would hap happily debate or get in the ring with either of them. In either case, they wouldn't last long. How can Peterson sell out America? He's selling out America by attempting to, or by opposing the confirmation of uh, Justice Kavanaugh. <laughs> Peterson linking Christ to Egyptian mythology, repeating stuff that has been debunked since the 19th century, was telling he doesn't read a lot outside of his particular interests. That's exactly correct. Actually, I like what Wade Wilson pointed out, God, family, and nation. 
that is that is uh, a more succinct modern definition of the right. I, li I like that. That's good. I will use that going forward. Um, I've been wanting to ask you about this. I keep hearing on the news about how horrible populism, nativism, and nationalism is from commentators. Of course you are, because they're attempting to destroy Western civilization, and those things stand in the way. What do you think they mean by all this and why? Do you think they are just stupid, or do they know what they're talking about? If you're talking about commentators on the news, yes, they're that stupid. You know, there's a whole... I mean, the funny thing is that their concept of nationalism only dates back to the post-Westphalian era. And so the, the idea that nationalism causes war and conflict is totally ahistorical. It's totally ridiculous to anyone who understands uh, military history. Diversity plus proximity equals war. The United States is going to experience probably one of the most horrific wars in human history because... It is the recipient of the greatest movement of peoples in human history. If you look, I mean, you don't, have to, you don't have to take my word for it. Go to Infogalactic, go to Wikipedia, read up on movement of peoples. And what you will see is that movement of peoples is invariably tied very closely to massive conflict, war, and bloodshed. Is Peterson going back to Canada if Kavanaugh is confirmed? I doubt it, but you have to ask him. Jordan Peterson has to go back. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Um, let's see. Cav is a sneak peek. Crazy war just getting started. Yeah, no question. So, um, anyhow, that's that's really all I've got for tonight. I just wanted to point out that, you know, again, Jordan Peterson is full of it. Jordan Peterson is and has always been a man of the left. Jordan Peterson supports the destruction of your nation. Jordan Peterson is a globalist in the George Soros mode. His ideology is actually quite common to George Soros's ideology. And so don't be misled. Don't be misguided. And um, I will definitely be analyzing Jordan Peterson's 12 points for conservatives and comparing them to the original 10-point uh, canon of the modern conservative movement um, in the near future. So, um, anyhow, uh, have a good evening, and uh, I look forward to seeing you at the next stream, and we will see you the next time.